Hello, this is uh, Mango Wadidaza and you're listening to District Conversations. Uh, this week I'm joined by uh, rapper and actor uh, Ryan Linko Lincoln. Uh, welcome. Nice no, for having us, man. Good to be here. <laughs> uh, so, like, as of late, you know, you've been not only doing really well with your own music with, you know, Jair and Fifth Element and stuff like that, but you've also started the, the, the acting. Uh, how did you kind of take the leap from moving from, you know, rapping to acting? Um, Jesus Christ, it's kind of hard to actually pinpoint where, because, like, I always had an interest in it and tried doing it where I could, but officially, the first kind of proper gig, I guess, was Carball Gangsters, like, and I guess that kind of did merge from the music in a way, like, because, uh, like, we are in the Axis Centre in Ballymun, doing a creative space workshop thing there, and they... Uh, that was kind of centred on the music for some of it, but then they brought in John Connors and a few of the lads to um, just do some acting classes and all, just to see what that was like. And on the back of that, they asked a couple of lads to try out for it, and man, it just fucking went in, head heels, like, and, you know, I was fucking thankful and delighted to get get the part, like, and then from that on, just keep, keep trying, to, trying to keep it trucking. No, yes, help, man. Uh, Carbar Gangsters has obviously been extremely successful. Uh, doing well at the box office, got great reviews. Uh, you've got also fellow... Dublin rapper uh, Paul Alroy, formerly known as Little Dialect, in there. Um, but you mentioned, you know, the, the axis, and from what I what I know of, you know, Body One, this has been like one of the best things that has happened to Body One in, in recently for, especially you know, the youth kind of working there. Um, how did that kind of evolve from you know the axis being created to you know helping out with music um, with people like Dean Scurry and that? Yeah, man, it's always good, I guess, to just get involved wherever you can. Like, you know, on that note, I actually have to give a lot of credit, like, to uh, the youth clubs in Ballymun. Like, that's, I guess, where I really got started into it. Like, popping three youth clubs, shouts out to all the youth workers and that down there, doing brilliant stuff. They got us and a gang of lads into doing the rap, and that's where they started doing the hip hop workshops. And then from that, the numbers kind of built up and that kind of became a thing and the access then collabing from then on and then just ended up staying and doing more things around there you know what I mean like from kind of have a domino knock on effect from one thing like that but that is one thing I'd say in Ballymun like anyone that does have a you know what I mean some sort of creative things up in the noodle and it's going to get them out there is certain places and you know areas and people and support you can get like and stuff like that so uh, yeah Jesus Christ man it's always just a case of um, you know following where your uh, instincts are telling you to go I guess like you know some people's music there's a lot of people out there that would be into bleeding art and stuff like that as well like you know so it's all just kind of uh, knowing I guess or having an idea of what you want to do and where you want to go and then you know acting on that like and um you're you're also in another feature length film uh, coming out. You're pretty prolific as an actor, you know. Just for starting off, uh, so kissing Candice. Um, can you just tell us about that? I mean, you know, the the trailer online has looked fantastic. It seems to be getting you know great reviews since its release. Um, tell us how you got involved with that, and you know what your role is in it. Yeah, that is it. That the big one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Kissing Candice, directed by um, Aoife McCardle, very talented director from Belfast, uh, Northern Ireland. Like, you know, she kind of started off doing music videos and doing U2s, Every Break and Wave. Kind of made waves with that, bad puns intended. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and that was basically our first kind of 
feature debut and uh, it's kind of similar story man it had done Carball Gangsters and heard nothing for a year it was back walking out little like you know what I mean <laughs> the, real- <laughs> the realness the glam life and uh, just got a random phone call one day man from uh, people from there then basically you know it was like oh, how you doing we saw you you know, profile and stuff, see, they were a bit in the music and that, wondering if you'd come in for a, like to come in for an audition for a feature film, or they were kissing Candace, and you're like, ah, you're just waiting for, you know, <laughs> the most is like prank phone call scene, like, it's like, yeah, it was like waiting for them to say any moment now, but then they are like deadly serious about it, so I was like, jeez, like, of course, yeah, fucking, you know, where do we go, where do we fucking give it a go, like, cut that out. No? Yeah, 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 oh, good, man, yeah, but so that's it, and, uh, basically on that I went in and same story like just didn't really know what the whole project was about like that got the few lines like that and just really went for it and then I guess if it liked it enough to give us a call back you know and I'd done a few rounds of stuff like that so I was like after the fourth round of a call back I was like me some indication here like you know so then we got the full script and that and then I read the, the full script into a couple of a couple of auditions in and man I just fell in love with it it's ridiculous one of them so like the first page just being, you know, now it's like reading a good book or hearing a good song, like if it gets you from the start, like it's, yeah. it's on, like you know, and they, yeah, Jesus, man, it's kind of still processing it all and not questioning too much, yeah. you know, and just grabbing the bloody bleeding, grabbing the bloody horns as much as, as I can, and then just, uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully, just uh, it does well. It got premiered in Toronto Film Festival, Amazing. so that was a bleeding, you know, that was a bleeding, yeah, yeah, and he's taking the box there for that, like, so, um. It was absolutely chuffed to hear that. Like again, it's weird with the films you do it, and then it goes so quiet for ages, and then out of nowhere it's like, oh, the festivals are on, like, and the buzz is back. So, I mean, it's been on a couple of top ten lists to watch in Toronto, like you know that were premiered there, um, just getting a few good write ups and stuff like that as well. So it was a bit of buzz gener- generating a, like around the whole film and like the whole kind of a Aoife as well her visual style and you know what I mean a lot of people are kind of you know giving props to the cast and stuff <laughs> and as well like all the people that were in it are just phenomenal like you know all the actors in it as well Connell Keaton Roy McFarland Tony Doyle and Skelly even Katrina Ennis there's so many people in it man that I just pull off unbelievable performances so just happy to be a part of that more than anything else like you know uh, and also you know with this shit magazine being so supportive of you know Irish hip hop music I have to ask you about Fifth Element you guys are you know you guys have I've, I've seen the, the rise and the, the bubble and the grow of you know your sound from you know you guys even doing solo albums uh, I think I was at Jair's one in Fibbers I think ages back yeah 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 and I remember seeing you being like we gotta work <laughs> and uh, we eventually got to work on 2.0 and um, you know like the the you guys seem to have found your own sound that is different from everybody else in Dublin at the moment. Um, what was the kind of reason for going for a different sound, and you know where do you see it, your music kind of going from now on? First of all, props on that man. Yeah, nice yeah, for the feature on the album, you know. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely, man. Jerry's album launch, honestly, like you know, that was the first kind of proper album launch, like we'd all kind of been doing. I seen hit off, and also it's interesting to hear or someone else's you know yeah. saying come on from then like but uh, yeah like the whole um, fifth element where we've come to now it's just been I think like anyone man is a nat- natural progression and a natural kind of uh, you know exploring things and trying new sounds and stuff like that I might go back and do some old bound bappy stuff yeah. now but like you know just where you're creatively like 
you know what I mean? Where your creative kind of thoughts lie at that moment, which was just kind of uh, hooking up a double screen, and then just the freshness he brought to it and all. Like as you said, it definitely nothing I've been really hearing coming out of Dublin, like you know and. Mm-hmm. That's, I guess, you know, when you find something that works, it's like, you'll explore this a little bit more, man, and give it a go, and people seem to be responding to it, and, uh, yeah, it's been great to see that, and because it wasn't done out of, like, you know what I mean, it wasn't done specifically for that intention, like, you know, it was just, like, playing around in the studio, and naturally, man, finding, you know, stuff that we wanted to hear as well, like, and kind of make, and uh, that, that's just it, man, it's interesting where we're at now, like, because the album came out, we kind of, you know, yourself, like, the albums, they kind of have these, like, little, uh, little processes, you know, they drop, and you have to push it for a few months and stuff, so we're going to try to do, kind of, probably another another gig at the end of the year, just to kind of tie it off in a little way, and, you know, a couple put out a new video, veins, check that, plug plug and all so you know a couple more visuals couple more gigs push that kind of sound and then try move on to new territory again I think that's it Jerry's working on a couple of tracks gonna try um, be helping him do a video soon for one of his tracks hey another plug you know yeah yeah and then same as myself man working on a couple of things like maybe a little EP or something you know just to kind of you know when you bog down so long for a couple of years on one project that's like nice to kind of you know, kind of get out of that and kind of just start trying different things again and writing some new music and stuff. So that that that's it. Can't wait for people to hear, man. And hopefully that kind of keeps building on what what we've done before. Like you know, uh, yeah, it's good to hear you're you're, you're about still kind of doing stuff solo wise because you know, I, I, in crews you can kind of get bogged down of you know what the other person fits in your sound and what you sound in the other person. You know that kind of fitting way. Um, I suppose um, you know. Ireland is going through some sort of renaissance right now for for urban and especially rap music. Um, where do you think this? You know, because in, in interviews with myself, I'm always asked, "Where do you think this is coming from?" And I have a I have certain opinions about like why all of a sudden Irish people are getting behind Irish, you know, urban music, mm-hmm. especially. Um, you know what's what's it been like for you? Because you know, even though. Some people might see you as a, a new head. Like I remember seeing you in the background in the pictures when the fro was a bit bigger and you were a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, and like so, you you know you have been around the block and you have seen the changes. You've you've seen the quiet days and you know you're seeing the you know what some are calling like good times right now. Um, I suppose where do you where do you think that this is is coming from? Is it is it the music? Is it the attitude? Is it just the country as a nation? You know, um, it's an interesting one, man. Like you know, like when you get asked this question, like you kind of you think of it and it kind of changes. You know, each time you kind of like you know. So it's hard to pinpoint exactly. Like I do definitely think it's been one of the most busiest times or the kind of most uh, optimistic looking times I guess in the scene like you know and like you said I guess people have different opinions on that and what's causing that like but me personally it's hard to it's hard to see man because not the choice sound like oh I'm only focusing on what we're doing but it'd be so immersed kind of in just mm. making like our music and you know me and doing what we can that like sometimes the politics gets lost a bit like you know that way like but I just think it's a definitely an internet thing as well man like you know what I mean of course like this generation like so many people uh, from all over the world are just seeing what's happening in, you know what I mean like how many years ago you wouldn't have seen what was happening in the bleeding mad, mad little estate in South Africa like you know with these like the ant wood and all and it's just so weird like you know what I mean so I just think that plays um, a part to it and then um, obviously I just I do think there's probably like 
been a bit more of a general sense of national pride lately or something like that you know what I mean in the good way like with the sports and you know what I mean McGregor and things like this and even with the films and stuff like that so it's only natural that the music starts coming you know what I mean it's like people are starting to get the full picture I guess like you know because it is a talented nation and it's a small nation so for the amount that's going on in it like you know it's like something that I think shouldn't be missed out on like you know what I mean like there's a lot of hidden gems and a lot of stuff which I guess like people tell you from Dublin's going in Dublin going back to like Jesus you know the golden age of poetry and all that there was always unsung heroes and people that missed that time and missed that and all this type of stuff like so it's deadly to see that I mean even the likes of you lads like the, the, the different media outlets and magazines and stuff like that that are actually kind of it's not fully on it yet but mm. it's like oh something happening over here it's like there's people on the sidelines waiting for it all to kind of bubble up and kind of you know it's like that Pokemon evolving I guess like you know we're kind of getting to that next stage of it like which is good and then where we come into it man I just, I just like it says we're are relatively new in it but at the same time have been around it long enough like you know remember like the early working class days, lunatic and, you know, homemade bombs and Ophelia and mm-hmm. the informatics and, you know, with Messiah J and all them boys going back to being now five and fucking, you know, grew up on rerun and stuff. Like, so yeah, yeah, man, you always have to pay props to that. Like, and it is just a, like, you know, a lot of them did lay the foundations as well. So it's just a case of them. Um, like it says, it goes through quiet periods and then it seems to come back with a bang. So hopefully this time around, a few people get, get, get what they're putting there, uh, get out what they're putting into it. Like, you know, I suppose, yeah, like, I mean, Dublin, especially uh, in Ballymun, has had, you know, a great kind of history with, you know, uh, Lunatic and Pharrell and the, the working class crew that came out of, you know, kind of centred around that, but from being from all around, kind of, you know, North Dublin and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I suppose, like, how inspiration was that for you to get into hip-hop? Because, you know, as I said, you're, you know, you're, you're from a kind of older enough generation to know that it wasn't kind of cool to be a rapper at one stage in Dublin so yeah so but there's a point there when you need to you know you just go I need to write a rap song or you know I'm going to be a rapper and you know I suppose where did that kind of where did that spark kind of come for for you Mm, definitely remember the days it was not cool to rap yeah 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 man remember a lot of lads getting a lot of stick over it and that but then again, there was always a small niche of people that were really into it. Like, so that's what they kind of, I guess that's the part that I kind of hooked into. They didn't really pay attention to, like, you know, I was, I guess, probably too young to even, you know, be on irishhiphop.com seeing who's beefing, like, you know. So I was just kind of uh, listening to what was out. And that's definitely a thing, man, like the, the, the environment and, like, saying the kind of sounds and the kind of, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, background where all that started from like the kind of working class sound working class record sound and all all because it was from the area and mm. Ballymoon back then it's changed a lot now so that's what's even kind of interesting is listening back to that stuff is like really is a different era in a way like you know and that's one thing that always rang true to me because it definitely wasn't like lads weren't so much doing it then we could see to be um you know, like really getting a record deal, and then, you know what I mean. It just really wasn't the thing. The like, lads are actually just doing it because it was just like you know what I mean. It's like you hear stars, something to do, something to do. It's like when you hear lads getting into the DJ back in the mad early nineties, and that's what I could see. It was just a lot of lads producing and doing. There wasn't really this whole goal for the industry that I knew anyway. Like so, that was the kind of thing about it. It was just the lads that were uh, kind of 
just doing something that kind of was true to them and uh, didn't have the hardest time growing up and all but around that area like Jesus Christ man you do hear things and there would be days and that kind of music just rang to me man you know what I mean that was the kind of stuff them kind of like real stories and all that kind of that was the stuff that really inspired me to actually get up and write like you know what I mean like that was where my first raps came from was you know what I mean dealing with you know what I mean like dealing with stresses whatever they may be it was kind of like always was kind of that like and then I guess as you as you go on you find other ways to, to kind of express that like says getting into the film and stuff and also the rap kind of becomes a more playful thing in a way then you know what I mean it's less like it says you like you know you kind of start somewhere but then try not to be restricted by that either as well like you know so I always remember the roots and never kind of uh, you know be too constricted by the media like you know I, I, I suppose like I know I, I sometimes keep bringing it back to the the older days like I remember mm. probably the first time that I'd seen on mainstream media uh, Irish rap music was uh, Joy in the Hood Des oh, Bishop because yeah, 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 uh, yeah. for one of the cut scenes yeah. when they were going through back in the old like up by me, my ma's old estate in Salog yeah the blocks were still up and I heard Lunatics uh, Dublin is the place yeah uh, yeah, yeah it's an old school <laughs> classic yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember like you know really kind of understanding that at the time, he was someone who was really speaking about where he was from and what was going on and the people who were missing out on the Celtic Tiger at, at the time, you know. Um, the, you know, and as you've been, you know, kind of raised in that kind of that tradition and that kind of environment, you know, do you feel like there is um, a need to still talk about these kind of things or is it something you'd rather just leave alone? Do you feel like there's enough voices talking about that? Uh, yes, I know. Hey, when someone answers like that, yes, I know. But like, yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. So I will hit you with that. But no, um, I definitely do think it is. But it's like it's a case of just not being... Um, like that not being your only lens of looking at the world like you know what I mean like I still do like it says have days where it's like when you're writing this stuff will just come to you like you know what I mean like you know yourself man different like I think that's what they say like art is an imitation of life and all this stuff so depending on what's happening at that that moment and all like like last few weeks it's been pretty fucking hot and you know what I mean a bit mad around and all so that kind of might creep in just in terms of atmosphere and stuff like that you know what I mean when you feel like there's a bleeding place on edge at times or whatever like it's, of course it's going to get into everyone like you know but uh, like I do think there's enough voices and people that are probably going through that period of their life a bit more like they are probably the ones that need to talk about it, you know what I mean for the sake of their own health and their own stuff like that like so um, yeah I do think it's a uh, it has its place and uh, like I says it's just a case of being true like if someone's really feeling like that's you know what I mean like that's affecting them to the point that they have to you know what I mean have to make a full album on it or whatever like you know what I mean that's them like but me personally do like you know as it says it's there it's, it's, it's there when you're not in the music so sometimes the music can be a bit of an escape from that like you know what I mean it's like Jesus like don't want to always be like you know turn on the news it's there you turn on that it's there mm-hmm. listen to a track it's you know what I mean so, so you know, we look out the, the window it's that bleeding like you know so sometimes it's like nah, I'm going to be in rap about drifting through bleeding you know what I mean like the coast of the ozone or fucking in the bleeding some cosmos or something like that like you know but uh, yeah just, just, just that as well man I think always be true to you and like that always keep in mind people's temperaments change people's mentalities change mm-hmm. that's how music grows and develops as well like you know so just do what's in your heart so yeah for your for your single I mean uh, the noughties you painted your estate in like such a kind of a you know halcyon day kind of you know a, a good time atmosphere and you know especially in the media is that 
when the mainstream media looks at areas like this, they want to focus on the negative, they want to focus yeah. on the bad. I mean, is that something that's important to you to kind of to give the truth back? You know, through even either interviews or music. Hundred percent, man. Like, yeah, because it's that kind of thing of like. So I'm saying it's a fine line when you let like when you become known for that kind of sort of thing because it can become kind of self perpetuating then like you know that way it's like playing up the stereotype in a way almost so like I mean that video like I guess is a good example for it like he says that's looking at that to me it's like looking at a flashback like, you know what I mean and it's that kind of like some of the best memories you have is running around your state in the summer man the good old days running to the van buying your bag of jellies and you know what I mean slamming the pogs and all that crack like so yeah Jesus Christ it's just the case of that it's like no it is like a lot of good times there as well and even now man some of the summers are beautiful you know when you walk out with your door and you're like ooh that good old concrete in the yeah. sun like you know so it's like, not trying to say oh it's all pretty pretty positive and all but it's like that old I guess like you'll be kind of even tying into that trying to kind of old poet scene and the spoken yeah. word it's all about finding that beauty and the grittiness or whatever like you know what I mean so it's like a case and that like you know like when I talk like I love old broken Dublin man you know when you're walking down the old parts and you're looking at bricks from the bleeding all day but that's not necessarily like oh hardcore and like uh, negative like yeah it's a charm you know that old kind of so yeah there is that kind of way of doing it but without being cheesy like you know what I mean like yeah we all hold hands here and it's like <laughs> the end of the teletubbies are out and like nothing like that but it's just the case of it uh, yeah finding them like little good things to talk about like that for me man I love being nice summer's day lazy day in the courts like yeah, yeah and you're just chilling out like so I mean it's always good to uh, to just show both sides of it like you know so I suppose I'll, I'll kind of wrap it up by you know asking the the end question you should get in every interview where can I see your, your, all your bleeding films yeah, all, all the films all and all the films. tunes uh, yeah. so what's next for you you know music and, and acting wise is there anything you can let us know nothing no 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 one of them yeah yeah under wraps man that's it Carball Gangsters is coming out on DVD on uh, October the 6th man so anyone that didn't catch that when it was out in the pics definitely pick it up see what you think mm-hmm. um, Kiss and Candice is still doing the festival around so as soon as there's an Irish kind of premiere or anything like that will be beyond his and let you know like yeah yeah, yeah. then the little uh, Trump card Michael inside as well like got a small supporting role on that like that's featuring David Flynn amazing young actor on the come up man yeah, watch out for that guy so um, yeah it's a few projects in the go and just keep keep auditioning and uh, keep making music man like you know hopefully something comes up down the down the pipeline I'll be back in but um, yeah me and uh, the fifth element for pushing a couple more singles and they're uh, going to be doing a gig at the end of the year as well so I'll make sure to get down for that if you can but, you know put a nice cherry on top of 2017 and go out with a bang and rock rock the stage so yeah hopefully you can get out for that man so Linko thank you for coming down see you again thanks for having me shook hands there <laughs> thank you